Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we and I and all of his people shall rejoice and be glad in it. My God, my God. I'm going to uh, just quickly ask Minister Sylvia if she could pray for us in the program uh, on today, and then we're going to get into uh, what God has given me today. And if you only knew what it's taken on not just this program, but throughout the course of Smile 3E, being in a place of obedience to whatever God says, we accept what God allows, and we say, yes, Lord, just like we know that Jesus said in the garden of Gethsemane when he said, not my will, but your will be done. And that his mother, Mary, said when she said, be it unto me according to your word. If that's your testimony, my God, my God, I am so godly proud of you, and I need to keep on praying for you on a continual. Minister Sylvia, are you able to pray for us on this morning? Yes, ma'am, I am. I just want to start off with saying good God morning to everyone. I heard a pastor say that the other day, and that has been ringing in my spirit. Good God morning. God, as we come to you on today, oh God, we lay all of our cares on the altar. We lay everything out before you, God, as we hold on to the horns and the handles of the ark of the angel. We hold on to the seat that stands, sits before you, oh God. God, we just come before you, asking you on today to forgive us of everything we said, we didn't say, we gestured, it looked like, it sounded like, it smelled like. We ask you to forgive us of every sin and everything that we did that did not give you honor, didn't glorify you or give you the praise. Oh, God, we come before you saying, let your will be done in our lives. God, we thank you for every trial, every tribulation. God, we thank you for everything that has brought us to the point that we have to come before you and say, God, today I choose you. God, thank you for things that happened that caused us to be misunderstood, that caused us to be not accepted in some sight. God, that caused us to be in a place that made people look at us where they had to come to you to say, God, what are you saying concerning this or that? What are you saying concerning that person, this person? Whatever the situation brings them to you, oh God, we thank you, oh Lord. Thank you for Smile 3E, God, that it has been put in place to bring people together to preach your word in season and out of season. Excuse me, oh, Lord. God, thank you for bringing Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, to a place that caused conviction to come that say, I want to do better. I will do better. How do I do better? God, we thank you for a ministry that's bold and willing to be bold concerning what your words say from Genesis to Revelation. God, not what I think, not what they think, not what others think, but, God, what your word says. The woman of God said, we accept what God allows. God, I thank you for just giving us the boldness, giving us the heart to say, Lord, teach me on today how to pray. Teach me on today how to give your word. Teach me how to build of discernment. Teach me how to ask you for a spirit of obedience. God, teach me how to rebuke myself. When I'm out of place, or I'm getting overheaded, I'm getting before myself. I'm, God, teach us how to be on one accord with bringing forth your word, doing what you say. Not Don't hear what I say, but God, hear what you say. God, I thank you for every minister that's connected and associated with Smile 3E, Iron Shopping Iron, because as you teach 
us. We're supposed to step out on your word. We're supposed to trust you, God. We're supposed to want to be used by you. You said to go out into all the highways and the byways, God. God, we may not see it the way we think it should go, but God, give us your vision to see what you say. God, we thank you for our Sunday morning ministry with Smile 3E. I'm shopping out at 9.30 a.m. We're apostles to Cecilia Kaiser. God, we thank you for Minister Margot McCoy joining in with her. We thank you for Minister Brandon, who will be coming back to the ministry. We thank you for Monday nights where we have Dr. Serena Wright on the first Monday. We have a pastor servant, Troy Thomas, on the second Monday. We have Minister Margot McCoy on the third Monday. We have myself and Dr. I'm sorry, um, missionary Tony Montgomery and Elder Ron Montgomery. Thank you for um, Monday nights at 8 p.m. We thank you for the fifth Monday when um, Elder Ron Seabury ministers at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We thank you for the Friday night ministry with uh, Prophet Antoine Thomas and myself, Sylvia, on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Carvine, who's coming in to join when he's able to get off work to join us, God. We thank you for pulling and pricking on our hearts to do what you told us to do. We thank you for every listener that tunes in, whether it's Facebook Live, whether it's Blog Talk. For God, this ministry is not just a ministry that was put forth. It was not just a ministry that was a good idea. It was a ministry that you appointed, you anointed, you called forth, you gave birth. This was a ministry that you put in place that when it is needed, it can go back into the archives and pull up, remind, set free, deliver, bring forth, break off. God, we thank you for your ministry. God, everything that you have for us, God, we want we want it. We open our arms. We open our hearts. We open our minds. God, we want what you have for us, God. No big eyes, no little use. But what you say, God. What you say, God. Every ministry that's on Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, it's a ministry that God has appointed. You said, narrow is the way. God, whichever way you take us, God, let it be by your glory. Let it be for your glory. It's your reason. It's your season. It's your way, not our way, God. Let us branch out. As your word say, God, enlarge our territory. Enlarge our territory, God so that many can be pulled by your love. Many can be pulled by your grace and your mercy. God, let us get out the way that you may have your way. Let us decrease so you can increase. People hear the prayer and not the person. They hear the prayer and not the person. God, let us seek your face. Teach us how to seek you early, O oh God, on this good God morning. We say amen, amen, and amen in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Minister Sylvia. I uh, got a few messages on this morning, and so Minister Margo and Minister Sylvia, I want you to know I did uh, get your messages. But I want you to understand something that I know you both already understand, but I just want to reiterate it. The destiny assigned to Seabury and Kaiser and Brown and Sanders are not like the destinies assigned to any other family. We have a unique 
destiny that God has assigned to us. And when we decide to corporately come together like we have with these Sunday, Monday, Friday, etc., ministries, we are saying to God, yes, and we're saying to the enemy, no. And because of that, the attacks that come are part of his strategy. And now it's important that we strategize as well. And now let me um, let you know what's been going on. Um, I said to God, I said, God, the Internet isn't working. This is yesterday. I said, I don't understand what's going on. And, uh, you know, we have technical difficulties now and then, and we've had issues when not just on Sundays but on Mondays and Fridays and the um, different days. And the enemy of our soul would love for us to get caught up in our emotions. The enemy of our soul would love us to get um, caught up in even maybe even bickering or not understanding um, one another and what's going on, not understanding that the bigger thing is what the enemy is trying to do. So, for instance, Minister Carvon wants to be a part of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, but the devil wants him to concentrate on sex, girls, drugs, alcohol, work, and having carnal fun instead of God, business, and destiny assigned to him. But that's no different than what he does and has done in our lives. And I'm going to share a testimony with you all in in a little bit, but not yet. So I said to God, I said, help me, God, because the Internet went out at 6 p.m. yesterday. The electricity went out as well in this whole area. So God told me, stay focused. Don't get caught up in your emotions. Stay the strategist that I've taught you to be over all these years. He says, you oftentimes talk about how in Chicago especially, people treat a stop sign and a red light like it's a good idea instead of obeying what it was actually put in place for And so as men and women of God, we have to obey the destiny and the call and what God has given us to do because it's not simply just a good idea. So when the enemy tries to throw things in to get us off, like he tried to make it where Minister Margot couldn't get in on the line today. Well, the bigger pictures was he tried to stop the ministry today, period. He's done it on nights that Minister Margo was to speak. He's done it on nights that Minister Sylvia was to speak. He's done it on nights where Elder Tony was to speak. He's done it on nights when uh, Prophet Antoine was to speak. He's done it on nights when uh, Dr. Serena Wright was to speak. He's done it on nights when uh, Servant Pastor Troy was to speak. But we need to know that the strategy that he's trying to use besides discouragement is when discouragement and attacking your body and your mind and your soul doesn't work, then he'll go to the tool that we use. My God. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. See, when the enemy wiped out the Internet on yesterday and the electricity, it was bigger than just that. This morning, it's still out. Now, me not knowing this because I was hanging out with my uh, um, sister and her family, but not only that, I had went to a funeral, so I had my phone charging, you know, in the car and different things like that, not knowing what was going on where I live at. I didn't know that the electricity had went out. I didn't know that the Internet uh, was, was out. I didn't know that it would still be out today. 
But I said, God, I'm, I, I said, I'm not saying this to you. I said, but I'm saying this to the enemy of my soul. Baby, bye. This thing that God has called me to and called you to is greater than anything ever done in our lives. You know why it's greater? Because we're reaching people that the enemy has an assignment on their lives. See, he knows that Minister Margot is doing research on Clubhouse. He knows that uh, I've been working with Zoom and Teams meeting and various things to try to do the things that we need to do to expand the broadcast, you know, the streaming live to uh, tools and, and, and holding the face-to-face conferences that are be a hybrid because it'll have a streaming live tool in it as well. See, the enemy knows what we're trying to do. He, I mean, some people may call him retarded. They may call him this or that, but he knows what we're trying to do. And so getting off on, 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 on something on the side, because I'm going to bring it all in in a little while. But see, on yesterday, I was riding in my car, and Destiny Child, which I'm going to get to that in a minute, had a song that came on, and I listened to the words of the song. Because I don't usually listen to, you know, the secular music or anything, but it just so happened when the song came on, they said, Say My Name. And then I looked to see who was singing it, and I listened to the lyrics. And then once they went off, I I heard another song that came in that was talking about and bragging about what I put on Facebook 11 hours ago. It says, many are bragging about how they can make it rain, talking about money or the flow of money. But, 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 my God can not only make it rain, I forgot to put in not only, and allow it to rain, he can allow it to rain, to snow, to storm, to be in extreme heat waves. We can have hail and so much more all in one day or even less than that. So making it rain is nothing for and to God because he's sovereign and even more than that. And then I put a little a GIF up of making it rain. And so I said, so, God, what is this all about? What What's going on? And then I got a message from Minister Margo, but I couldn't answer it, asking about the name. <laughs> ah, Smile 3E and, and what it stands for. And it was so in line with what was going on. And then... Uh, other things had happened. And then I said, okay, God, well, what's what's really going on? I said, this is, is so much that's happening, not only to make it where the ministry doesn't happen on today, but it's stuff that's going on to make it where the people that are usually a part of the ministry isn't available. Think about that for a moment. Because if I can't wipe out the ministry with technical difficulties and making people get frustrated with the various uh, things that are in place, because sometimes we don't know the whole story of what's really going on, it's about the expansion of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now I'm going to get back over to what it says and say my name. It's talking about say my name when no one's around. It's talking about say my name even when people are acting shady. It's talking about uh, say my name even when you're running a game. It's saying say my name even when uh, you, you basically are trying to ignore saying, my name because you're saying, hmm, huh, okay. Say my name even when there's another person. It talks about another lady being in the room. It says, say my name even when you try to make other claims. It's talking about 
Say my name even when you're trying to hold back. Say my name even when you're uh, trying to call her baby. I mean, how many times we call God the man upstairs? Oh, my God, that's a whole nother thing. But it gets into say my name. Say my name when you'd better uh, rather say another name. Say my name even when you're trying to whisper it. Say my name even when you got caught in your game. Say my name even when the reason for acting strange. Say my name even when you don't want to tell the truth. Say my name even when you're trying to make me assume other things. Now, how many of you know that there's many times we should be calling on the name of Jesus, but we're calling on the man upstairs? There's many times when we should be calling on the name of Jesus when there's something going on, but we're calling on somebody else's name. Well, hold on for a minute. Listen to this testimony. When I was a child, I was a young kid. I wasn't a teenager yet, or I may have been a teenager, but I think I was a preteen or younger than that. One of my neighbors tried to push me in the swimming pool, and when he tried to switch, uh, push me in the swimming pool, I tried to fight so that he couldn't push me in the swimming pool because at this time I didn't know how to swim. And so as he pushed me in, half my body went in and half my body didn't go in. So the middle between my legs hit the side of the pool. Immediately there was excruciating pain and I found a way to get out of the pool. Now, I'm bleeding profusely at this time. I need for you to know this. And I went over to Minister Renee, who didn't know what had happened, and said, Renee, I don't feel good. We need to go home. So we go home, and I get in the bed. I go straight to bed. And I put this type of pressure a bandage or what I thought was a pressure bandage in place thinking I could just stop the bleeding. Now I'm laying in bed and I, I've gone to sleep now. And my mother all of a sudden comes in to check on me. And I'm bleeding out profusely. And my mother calls on the name of Jesus. And then she calls my father by his name and said, let's go. We've got to take her to the hospital. She's bleeding out. She's dying because there was blood all over the place. But remember, I didn't know any better. I thought I had put the pressure bandage in place and that everything was going to be okay. I'm in excruciating pain, but I'm like, I just need to lay down for a little while because I'm going to get in trouble because I was playing at the pool. I wasn't playing at the pool. I just had a, a neighbor who was being ignorant at the time, trying to push me in the pool. So the people at the hospital, they didn't numb me properly like they should. So I was crying out, and I was calling on my mama. I was calling on the name Mama. And my mama knew that I was calling her, and she was answering. And as I was calling on my mama, she was calling on Jesus. And in that day, I learned the power of the name of my mother, but I also learned the power of the name of Jesus because although I was in pain and although I had lost so much blood, I realized that the destiny, mm-hmm, talking about destiny's child, the destiny of a child, this group was called destiny's child, but it was the destiny of a child that was me. The enemy was trying to stop and alter the destiny that was assigned to me. Now, the key is my mother came and checked on me. I didn't call her to come and check on me. She said to me, God told me to come in here and check on you. How are you doing, baby? And I was so weak because I had lost so much blood. And I was in so much pain until I couldn't answer her until she decided to pull the covers back. And when she saw all of the blood in the bed, she knew why God told her to come and check on me. 
Because, see, when I said blood was all over the place, it was all over the place, but it was concealed by my clothes that I had put on the floor, and it was concealed by the cover over me. See, it was summertime, so why was I laying in bed with a blanket as thick as it was? My mother knew something was wrong. It's too hot outside for her to be all under this cover. And when she saw the profuse blood, bright red blood, my mother knew, let me call my husband because we've got to get this girl out of here before she dies. Now I have a question for you before I get into the rest of this message. Can you think of a time or an instance that something happened to you where the enemy saw your destiny before you saw your destiny and the enemy of your soul decided, you know what, what can I do to abort this destiny right here? What can I do to destroy this destiny right here? What can I do to alter this destiny right here? And a quick testimony that's not mine, when Prophet uh, Prophet Antoine was young, a car hit him, and a car tried to destroy the destiny that's assigned to that great man of God. I want you all to tell me, can you share with me on today? something that the enemy tried to do, whether it was in your youth or your preteens or your young adulthood that was sent to try to destroy you. And it may not have been death. It may have been emotional death. It may have been something that was supposed to alter your concentrating on spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm going to take a pause so I can see if anybody wants to share. Well, good morning, Saints. This is Minister Margo, and I just thank God for another opportunity to to worship him and to lift his name. And as she talked about that, I thought about adulthood. But then I remember back when I was 16 years old, my mother was driving my sister Cookie home because she'd been there to do my hair. Quite late at night, we were going down Ashland, which is a main, uh, a main artery in the south side of Chicago. And as we came down the street, I uh, was sitting between them on the front seat. Normally I would have been sitting behind my mother, but for some reason she said, just come on and get up, get up here with us, baby. So I was sitting between them. As God would have it, a man came through drunk and ran into our car and hit us so hard it spun that station wagon around three times and knocked up, us up a side of building. My God spared my mother's life, but she was wow. so hurt, damaged. We didn't think she would make it. But if I had been sitting behind her, if I had been sitting behind her, I might not be here today. My okay. clavicle was shattered. The bone in the top of my arm was shattered. My mother's leg was broken. Her thigh was broken. Her, her ribs were crushed. Her arm was broken. She had a concussion, and Cookie had a concussion, and she was sitting on the other side of me. But God, hallelujah, that's the kind of God we serve. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Anyone else? Praise God, praise God, praise God. There are so many things that have happened that if you have to just pick one, I will pick one that I remember coming home from school and when uh, me and Apostle uh, Cecilia were younger, we were called the girls in school with the good hair. And I remember how every day uh, people would say that those girls from 3511, that was our address. It was Thomas and a missionary, Linda Handy, and 
uh, Minister Carol Gibson and uh, Minister Deborah Mack and myself and Cecilia and Sheila, we all lived in that house, and we were called the girls with good hair. So every day we had to fight. We had to fight going to school. We had to fight in school. We had to fight coming home from school. And I remember my mom, uh, they called her Aunt Belle or my auntie Aunt Sweetie, would walk us to school and uh, come and pick us up from school. And it just got to the point every day we had to fight. I remember one time a group of 11 girls tried to jump on me. They wanted to jump on my sister, Cecilia, also. And Cecilia ran home to get our parents because these girls wanted to fight. And I had no problem with her running home to get help because my mom taught me to protect my little sister. You know, and I and I knew my assignment. Like <clears throat> when younger one had to serve the the old the older one had to serve the younger one. I knew my assignment was to protect my little sister. So while she ran home to get help, I stayed to fight. And I remember fighting these girls, and I was fighting these girls. And I remember when I looked up, God had sent me help. He had sent my sister Sheila, or my cousin Deborah, and Sandra. He sent them from, uh, they were going to Morton and we were going to Byler. They sent them over, and I didn't have to fight, stand alone no more. That was one of the things that changed my life because right in the midst of uh, uh, being, uh, uh, you know, not knowing what was happening, trying to fight all these girls. And, you know, when girls fight, guys try to get in to, to help, you know, have things go on. God sent help. So I, I learned then that if I just keep believing and trusting God, that he will send help. That was one of the main things that changed my life. You know, even though that we were younger, we didn't understand. You know, we come from a neighborhood where uh, we look different because in our family, because we, 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 are, we are children of mixed parents, we all look different. Some dark-skinned, some can pass for white. We we all look different. We had to fight every day. And I thank God that even as young girls, he put in us a spirit of fight. Not not saying that we weren't we were not we were not bullies. Don't don't get me wrong, we we did not bully, but we we knew how to fight. And one thing that we do know that in our house, you served the Lord. We we, we had to go to church, uh, you could say Sunday through Saturday. It was always something to do. If we didn't have choir rehearsal, or they didn't have choir rehearsal, or the Dickens singers wasn't singing, rehearsing on the west side, rehearsing on the south side, we learned children to not just call on the name of Jesus, but believe when we called, God was going to send you help. I hope I explained that in a way that you could understand. My thing was in the place of fear, of being uh, looking like an army was around me, as the Word of God said, with my enemies encamped about me. God sent help. Thank you. Amen, amen. Two powerful testimonies about how the enemy uses various strategies to try to halt or destroy or alter the destiny of God that's assigned to your life. Now, power in the name of Jesus and just calling on his name is something that sometimes we learn by calling on the names mama and daddy at a young age. Because sometimes we're going to church and we're we're, uh, watching our parents, but we're right at that time not understanding the power of the name of Jesus. But he's teaching us the power of the name through calling mama, through calling daddy. I know some people call their parents by name, uh, their government name, but we're not going to talk about that. And you want to know why? Because we couldn't do that in our house. So for those of you that did that, hey, that's on you and your house. But in our house, 
uh, they say put some respect on the name. Our parents' names had respect on them, and we knew not to call them by those names. But mama and daddy, my, 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 my. See, power, the definition of that is the ability to do something, to influence something, to direct something, to move something. But yet, the very definition of power has the word ability. And so ability is the possession of the means or the skill to do something. It, it, it's about your proficiency in doing something. And then you have the capability, which is the power or the ability to do something, to perform. Well, see, we serve a God that has shown us from the very beginning the power that he demonstrates. See, God demonstrated his power in Genesis when he created the world, when he created light versus darkness, when he created the sky, the sun, the moon, and all the planets and the stars, when he created the water and the seas and the lands and the trees, when he created the creatures, when he created humanity itself, when he even created the very garments, my God, that humanity wore when they disobeyed him. See, God even loved them so much that he covered them in their nakedness, my God. And he still made sure that we knew that there were going to be holy days and, and rest days, but even after they had fallen, still knew there was something that we were going to need from God. And how do we know that that was something? Because, see, God didn't just teach Adam and Eve uh, how to fall the land and how to uh, uh, utilize the land and toil the land and break up the fallow ground and do all of that. He taught their lineage even more. Because, see, they had forgot that when God said not to do something, that's what he means. So what I love is that God didn't stop teaching us just because they failed. And when you say, well, what do you mean teaching us? Well, when he taught Adam and Eve, he still went on to teach their children. You know, when he taught them, he still went on to teach Abraham and Sarah. He still went on to teach Moses. He still went on to teach, to teach, to teach. And see, as he was teaching, and he's still teaching us today, we know that there's power in being led by the wisdom of God. We know that there's power in understanding God and having the knowledge of God. See, the wisdom in God, the knowledge of God, and the understanding of God is what he gives us in order to provide counsel and even understanding to someone else. See, we give people advice based off of the wisdom of God, the understanding of God, the knowledge of God, the fellowship with God, the honor of God, the reverence of God, the respect we give God, the strength and the might that we receive from God. See, it takes strength to make it through the loss of a loved one. See, it takes strength in order to make it through that, 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 that relationship that broke your heart. It takes strength to make it through that misunderstanding. It takes strength to make it through things that happen to you on your job and in the classroom. See, it takes strength for everything that we do. You know, to even go to the other side of strength, which is might. It takes might to be able to move something from the left to the right when that man or that person isn't around to help you carry things. Um, Lady Michelle wrote on Facebook the other day that um, she wanted to get, uh, she was thinking about getting married again. It's funny, but it's not funny. Because she was saying she was thinking about getting married again because she realized she got to shovel her own snow now. She realized she got to carry her own bags now. She was talking about all of the things that the understanding uh, didn't come when she wanted a divorce, but after the divorce, now she realized she's opening her own doors. She's carrying her own heavy bags when her children are not around. 
and her son's not around. But see, what we have to realize is she had an identity as a married woman that she necessarily does not have right now as a single woman, and she said, mm, I think I want those benefits back. So it was a joke, but it was, it isn't a joke. Because, see, when we decide to separate from God, we lose our identity with him. And, see, we can't afford to separate with God. He has an identity that he has in us and through us. And we have the same with him. He uses us because he wants, because he has to use us. But we need to identify with him in Christ based off of the grace and the salvation that they've given us. And then we still need their wisdom. We still need the understanding. We still need the knowledge of God. Yes, he blesses us with intellect. And I am so grateful for all of us that have had the awesome privilege to get an education, even if it was just graduating from grammar school, because some people haven't. Graduating from high school, some people haven't. Graduating from a technical skill, some people haven't. Having graduated from the, as we call, the street smart, some people haven't. They're still doing the same old dumb thing, looking for a different outcome. Well, the strength of God was demonstrated when he parted the Red Sea in Exodus. The strength and the might of God was demonstrated when he caused the uh, wood to burn up that was already consumed and drenched in water. See, the strength and might of God, when he did that fire that came down that consumed everything, it wasn't because Elijah had put together uh, some sticks and rubbed them together. It wasn't because he had a match that he used in order to make that wood burn up, but it was because of the strength and the power and the might of God that sent fire from heaven. Because, see, when he caused the world to flood, it was because he had the power to do it. See, what we have to realize is the very name of our ministry of Smile 3E, which is one of the questions that Minister Margo sent me that I am going to send you the response to, but I was working on the strategies of getting around what I needed to get around on today in order to bring the word. But see, James 5 talks about the power and, and the power of the righteous person's prayer. It works right into our ministry name. Matthew 6 and 33, our foundational scripture taught works right into our ministry then. The power of the gospel of the gifts of salvation and grace and mercy and the love of God works into our ministry then. Apostle Paul reminds us about the grace and the power that's uh, more than enough. Even when he was on the road to Damascus, God taught him about the power in Jesus, the power of God, the power of the very thing that he was working against that he thought he was working for. Because see, Ephesians 1 talks about the power in Jesus. Ephesians 2 talks about the power of the church. Ephesians 1 and 2 also talks about the power in us that God has given us. But see, all throughout the Bible, it talks about the power that God demonstrated through the apostle. Peter, through Apostle Paul, through Apostle Stephen, through his prophets, Elijah, Elijah, through Moses, through Samson, through Abraham, through King David. Oh, my God, through you and you and you, as you submit yourself to God, God shows you the destiny on your life. He shows you the power in your life and glorifying him and using the name, the name, the name of Jesus. He's given it all to you because of the destiny that he appointed to you as a child. The group Destiny's Child, although they were doing things in a secular way, some of them right now are on the side of God. See, the destiny that the enemy is trying to alter and abort in your life is not going to happen. Why? Because you've already said yes to God. And you've already said not only would I rather obey God than man, I'd rather obey God than the devil. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making a conscious decision to walk on the side 
of God and to run on the side of God, to press towards the mark on the side of God, and that everything the enemy did, whether it was a car accident where your cavicle was broken or whether uh, the people around you were part of the cushion that saves your life or God sent you reinforcement, know that you know that you know God assigned to your life as a child is still there because you are still, no matter how old you get, a child of the Most High God. I turn it over to um, you all now for the lines are open and you can share your testimonies or whatever God has given you from this message or just to say, all right, all right, thank you, Lord. I turn it over to you. Minister Margo, I'll turn it over to you, ma'am. God, 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 God be the glory. God be the glory. The power in that name. There's nothing like the name of Jesus. That name, that name. Above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. And what's so wonderful about it is he's Lord of our lives right now. All we have to do is accept him. All we have to do is live for him. All we have to do is desire his love to overshadow all of the strategies, all of the lies of the enemy, and to lift us up where we belong, which is by his side, because he's our elder brother. He's our brother as well as our king. Wow. What a word. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. There's so much for us to continually learn, to continually open our hearts and our minds and our spirits to in God's word. So if there is anyone on the line that would like to have a word, uh, feel free to do so and to just know that uh, we would love to hear from you if you have something to say. God morning again. All I could say today is, there's nobody like you, Lord. There's nobody like you, Lord. Oh, oh. There's nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Lord. A friend sent that to me on today, that song. And that song has been ringing in my spirit all morning long. I woke up to hearing the um, the music, the music, the song singing through my house. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not playing gospel music, um, who's playing gospel music? And I, I woke up, Stan was just saturating the house with the Spirit of God this morning, and I had to call to say I woke up just hearing gospel music being played in my house, being blasted in my house that I didn't turn on, I didn't initiate. And I just, when I, I looked on Facebook and saw somebody had sent me that song, and listen to the ministry on the day, all I could say, there's nobody like you, Lord. There's nobody like you, Lord. If we just take time out and just listen to what God is saying to us, the day, the message, the, the, the texts, the Facebook posts, the, the household, when you say for me and my house, today we choose to serve the Lord, you have to just hear God is always speaking. Like Apostle said, the, the the group is called Destiny Child, but the three of us that are speaking right, as of right now, we have been destinated from childhood before we were formed in our mother's womb that we will serve the Lord. We will be singing and lifting up God and just saying, there's nobody like you, Lord. There's nobody like you, Lord. Ooh, I, 
I could just go on and on, but I just thank God for everything, every trial and tribulation, every test and every testimony. I thank God for my life, for the 62 years that I have been here, and the times I felt that I had to explain myself, the times I felt that I had to demand that somebody recognize who I am. I thank God for that because one thing I learned is there's nobody like the Lord. There's nobody like the Lord. Everything will line up with God's word. Everything. Not our will, but God's will. Thank you all. Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank Minister Renee for that. Minister, I'm sorry, Sylvia. Kind of like, it's that family thing coming through again. But if there's anyone else, If not moving forward, I just want to say the final announcements to those who are listening now and those who are listening in the archives. You, too, have an opportunity to be in this family, the family of Christ, because God said in his word that he would suffer, that none should perish, and you don't have to. You can choose to serve God. From this day forward, looking unto him, he was the author and the finisher of our faith. He will teach you. He will love you, and you can lean on him. Ah, praise your name, Jesus, something that will benefit you in your walk with God, that will bring you closer to him, that will help you get the intimate relationship that you really need in your life, the most important relationship that you need in your life is possible. And he knows your name. (laughs) Yes, he does. He knows your name. So on tomorrow, this is the first Monday in the month of November at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, the speaker on Smile3E will be Serena Wright, who is a blessed, powerful woman of God, also a medical doctor and an author, and one who you need to hear. When she brings forth the word, she brings it in a way that only she can. With knowledge and power and force and with intention to change those listening and to transform them to look more like him. Good hair and all. <laughs> okay. And then uh, on Friday, uh, Minister Sylvia Kaiser Wright will be the host and she will be in charge of the service. I'm pretty sure it will be her night to minister. No, uh, she ministered on. Friday night, so we will see. It will probably be uh, Prophet Antoine Thomas, the young man we said earlier who uh, the enemy tried to take out as a very young child, and he's he's with us, and he's on fire for the Lord. And so please come and listen on Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and that would be uh, on blog talk as well as Facebook. And okay, and tomorrow, I'm sorry, is also on blog talk and many times uh, Dr. Wright will also be on her own Facebook page. So you have some choices, but please join us in whatever platform you are comfortable with, whatever you can access and come and feast on the word of God. And then again on next Sunday, uh, Apostle Alexis Cecilia will be coming to us with a personal word from God, as she always does on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Miles Re Ministries is one that accepts and welcomes all and wants 
the best life you can have. The best life you can have is with Jesus and serving God our Father. And uh, the foundation of Scripture, Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. So God bless you, and we will go back to our main speaker on today, Apostle Elect, for our final closing. Be blessed of God. I thank you, Minister Margo. I thank you, Minister Sylvia, and those that are listening and those that are listening via the archives. Uh, Remember, stay focused and help yourself out by seeking God and his wisdom. And now I'll pray, Father God, we glorify you and we magnify you. We thank you for Minister Marvin. We thank you, God, that she's blessed in the city and blessed in the field. God, she's the head and not the tail. And, God, you use her in so many ways to bless your people, and not only to bless them but to encourage them. And, God, she is a beacon, a, a lighthouse that is sitting high on the hill that others are watching her. And her testimony and saying, I want to serve the God of Minister Margo. And God, we thank you for Minister Sylvia, who's also been so faithful to you the day that she said yes. God, in the discouragement and everything came, she remembered the fights that she had to fight growing up as a child and came on this side and said she's not going to punk out here. But she's going to fight for you, God. She's going to fight for your word. She's going to fight for the ministry. She's going to fight for those things that you have given her to fight through the power of prayer, through the power of speaking the word of God. Thank you, God, that she is also the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, and that she's blessed in the city and blessed in the field. God, I ask you to give her and Minister Margo the things that they have before you, God, because they have so much before you. They have so many prayers before you. They have so many requests before you, and many of them are not even for themselves. God, grant them those prayers. Grant them those requests according to your will, according to your many, many blessings and your wisdom and your understanding. Do it for your glory, God, because they will give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, we thank you for everyone that was listening, and we ask you to teach them how when you make it rain, you not only make it rain, you make it snow, you make it hail, you make it have heat waves and everything that we could ever need, and you do it right in the nick of time. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Goodbye.